is up, ladies and gentlemen? What a fantastic time to be alive. Welcome back to another episode of Constructing the Beast Viable Vigor segment. I am your host, Darius Riddick, aka Riddick the Lion, back at you again with some invaluable information about the world of health and fitness. As always, I'll start off saying thank you all so much for your support, you know, your sharing, your sponsoring, you know, and your love and just making this movement possible because without you, you know, we would not be able to create a dominant, more ass-kicking society, which is the goal, and we are making that happen because of you. So again, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today we're actually going to be talking about the principle of intensity and what I like to call the three stages of war, okay? And why I chose this one for this go-round is the number one question that I am asked, and that is, how can I reach my fitness goals? And that's actually a really great question. With so many people in the fitness industry now, so many different avenues, so many different routes, um, so many different crazes out there, it's no wonder why this is actually a question. And I'm here to help. Now, the short answer is, there is no quick answer. I'll say that again. There is no quick answer. Shockingly, yeah, I know. Understand whether your goal is just to be more confident, to look sexy naked, or to be an Olympian superstar, or even the next LeBron James, okay? It's fact that you will not get there without the principle of intensity. It takes a lot of patience, a hell of a lot of effort, and a combination of each of these principles that we're talking about every week, okay? You actually have to implement them in your fitness lifestyle. Now, it takes a lot of patience and a hell of a lot of effort. Each training session should be taken to the next level. Force your body to try and adapt. Make it difficult. Make it uncomfortable. And turn up the heat to the max. And make the session count like it's your last. Every single time. That's the principle of intensity. This is the number one way to actually losing fat. The number one way to actually gaining muscle. This is the number one way to actually making any progress whatsoever. So what we're doing is grabbing that little knob on the oven and turning that bad boy all the way up to the max, right? Focus on that practical applicability, you know, the how you should be training. And let me be the main one to say, showing up to the gym is not enough you know i hear it so often people are like ah you know i just showed up to the gym you know at least i made it yeah and and the problem with that is that if that is if that's what you consider half the battle then that's the reason why you are not making progress period because showing up is not half the battle showing up is about five percent of the battle okay you still got to put in the effort to get towards the goals that you want and then you got to recover from that and keep doing that over and over and over and over again if you're not putting in that max effort every single time your body's not going to try to adapt to that and you're going to have no room to grow right so each of those sessions it actually comes in three different phases or stages, if you will. Whatever you want to call it, separate it into three different areas. One, two, three, that's what we're going to talk about. The first stage, second stage, third stage, first stage, second phase, third phase, stage, phase, stage, what, A, it's three, okay? And that's how we're going to address it. So we have the pre-war 
preparation phase. That's number one, okay? Number two, we have the engagement phase. And number three, we have the reconstruction phase. Now, each stage has crucial points that if you miss could be the difference between you kicking ass and taking names and getting sexy or not. Pretty simple, right? So first off, we have the pre-war preparation phase, okay? So out of the three phases, this is where most people go wrong, okay? So take notes and get ready for this, okay? Some people either miss crucial components during this phase or try to skip it and jump right into the engagement phase, which would be like you being naked and dry humping a person with jeans on. Yeah, it'll feel good for like all of two minutes, and then it just gets painful. So, so we don't want all that, okay? So what is the pre-war prep phase? This is what I like to call the crucial hour or the period leading up to each training session, okay? That will literally make or break a workout. And I'm going to coin it the diamond hour. Everybody has the golden hour. I have the diamond hour. Yeah, that's right. Y'all heard it here first. But anyway, okay. When it comes to these phases, Think of them the same way you would war or a battle, okay? Now, being in the military, this is pretty, this this concept had been pretty easy for me to understand, okay? But I want you all to think of it as if you're going to war. That's why we call it the three phases or stages of war. So before a big battle, okay, you have to train your troops to make sure they are capable of kicking ass on the battlefield. So before you even enter the battlefield, okay, you have to ensure that you are trained. In this case, the battlefield is what we're talking about in the gym. <clears throat> know what you're going to be doing and that you are capable and trained to be able to handle that workload. Now, the problem that I see with this is a lot of people get plans or training regimens from online or they see like the top-notch athletes doing it or they go to some coach who thinks they have an idea what they're doing and their body is not properly trained for that workload, right? So they, they hop right into it without building up to that point. And that opens up the room for a lot of things, mostly discouragement because you'll realize you're not able to do a lot of those workouts. And two, injury, right? And that itself, those two things combined is going to slow you down a lot from reaching where you want to be because you're going to be so discouraged and so hurt. They're going to be like, why the hell am I even trying to look like that person? Or why the hell am I even trying to do this? which happens more often than a lot of you think. It's all a mental game. So being able to mitigate that before it even happens is your best bet. On top of that preparation of training, right? Those troops need the proper gear and equipment. A lot of us never get it, right? Some of us do, but you have to invest in that proper gear, that proper equipment, okay? It's good. You're gonna have to spend a little bit of money to make some gains, right? That's point blank period. If those troops don't have weapons, they don't have bullets, they don't have maps, you know, etc. you know, they're screwed, absolutely screwed. So before you go be bopping into the gym, make sure you have the right equipment load out for your session. That could be as simple as, uh, let's see, wrist wraps or a weight belt if you're lifting heavy, okay? St simple things like that can also help you prevent injury, but set you up for success when it comes to your workout and those movements that you have to do, even chalk. You know, certain things like that. Make sure you have the right equipment before you go into battle, okay? Now, with that, with the training preparation, with the gear, those troops need sustainment, okay? 
They need food. They need hydration. They need the snacks. So before your workout, you should be eating something. I'm going to say that again. You should be eating something. Now, I emphasize that because I know a lot of people say that, ah, you know, I don't need to eat or, you know, I work out better on an empty stomach or I don't like to eat. And it's like, I say poppycock, okay? Everyone may be different, but if you are training the way that you are supposed to in an intense, consistent fashion, your body is going to need that sustainment. So you should be having a pre-workout meal or a pre-workout snack, depending on how, what kind of regimen you're on or what your macros are right? You should be putting something inside of you, giggity, to work out, to help you sustain that energy, okay? Otherwise, you're doing your body a great disservice. Now, this also goes for pre-workout supplements and things you take before. Now, I know a lot of people probably are not comfortable taking pre-workout, okay? But pre-workout is not just about giving you the jitters or making you feel really antsy or giving you that energy. You know, with the B12, the B6, the beta alanine, the citrulline, um, the niacin, all that stuff is what your body is going to deplete during your workout. A lot of it's natural, a lot of it's uh, other than natural supplements, okay? But your body needs those kind of things in order to support natural functions throughout your workout because without them, once your body is depleted of all its vitamins and minerals, it has nothing to go back into, okay? So taking pre-workout before, it gives you added levels so that when your body does deplete those levels, you're not literally left on E. And this is why some people feel really crappy after their workouts. So try it. Try eating. Try taking some pre-workout, and you're going to feel a lot better, okay? Same thing goes for war, right? Having your troop go into battle hungry is dumb, and they are going to be mad AF and hangry and, more importantly, ineffective, okay? Remember that. So you have the gear. You have the knowledge and the fuel. Now you need a little bit extra to go ahead and power through that workout, you know, like giving your troop a morale boost. And I highly, 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 highly suggest music. Hey, listen, I don't know how some of y'all walk around the gym without music anyway. Like you're all you're hearing is, ugh, all these noises and sounds and the clanging and banging it's like dude that's that is distracting and it's just weird it sounds like in your, you're in like a a metal sex dungeon you know like i don't want to i don't want to listen to that oh i feel like only psychopaths can work out in the gym without any music okay it's, it's it's really weird but back to the point okay there is something special about music. It could take you to another realm of existence, you know, a place far, far away. It can activate so many useful emotions for you to destroy, devour, and dominate that training session. Okay? Trademark, by the way. <clears throat> and that's the point. The Lord of Iron himself, Arnold, said that before each competition, his only focus was the competition, right? He didn't even go to his own father's funeral. Because the Olympia was the number one achievement. Now, that's an aggravated example, okay? But what I'm saying is it was the only thing he felt he needed to put energy towards. And the same goes before you go into any engagement. You have to turn the world off. Headphones on, world off. You don't want people talking to you. You don't want to be distracted by that guy over there who's super grunting, even though he's probably only moving 45s, right? But he just wants attention. You know, no big deal. 
there's a there's a lady over there in the corner who sounds like that she's having sex because the moans are so loud you know there's a guy over there who's just making weird noises or doing something whatever it is right there's so much going on in the gym put your music on go to your happy place and get boosted through your workout it makes a hell of a difference ladies and gentlemen throwing that music on and just focusing on you i honestly don't see how people talk throughout the gym because this is this is not the place to do it okay and on top of that, everything that may be on your mind as a distraction when you go into training is now irrelevant, right? Any argument, any unpaid bill, any any slandering of your name, you know, any upcoming event is an afterthought. Now, I highly suggest you don't use that as fuel because when you don't have them, you no longer have any fuel, okay? So if you use bad moments or things that are going on in your life to fuel your workouts, if everything's good, your workout's going to be garbage, right? But if you just focus on dominating, right? Think strictly about dominating your workout in the aftermath, how sexy you're going to look. That is your, is your fuel, and you will have that every single time. All right. Now that we're all prepped and ready to go, right? No more foreplay, no more dry humping. We're ready to get balls deep in this. We got some lube. We got our protection. We're good to go, okay? We're going to hop right into the engagement phase. And this is where all the magic happens, okay? Executing a proper training session is like strategically planning for war. <laughs> you never, never ever just go in blindly, okay? There's an operation order. There's a fragmentary order. There's a warning order. There's all these orders in place. And obviously, going in, things may change, but at least you have some structure, Okay, so prior to engagement, have at least an outline of what you're doing. A little deeper than like, oh, you know, today is back day. <clears throat> For example, okay, during war, okay, you're on a mission, you have a set objective. To get to that objective, you have a set amount of tasks to complete to meet the objective. Specific criteria in order to hit those tasks and specific terrain to maneuver in order to get there. Bam. Okay, we got that. So the same principle applies when you are in the gym. So back to our back day. Back to back leg Monica. Anyways, so what is the objective? Is it a thicker back? Is it a wider back or a more striated back? Okay, that's how specific I want you to be when it comes to your objective. <clears throat> and I'm going to explain why, okay? I'm letting you know that you cannot effectively work on every area that you may have a problem with in your body in a single day without being there for about 10 hours every single day. And that's not gonna be effective, okay? So you have to break it down into smaller bits, especially with the large muscle groups like the back or with the quadriceps or with the hamstrings, you know, even down to the, you know, the chest. You have to break them down because if not, you're gonna find yourself missing some really crucial, crucial exercises that would greatly expedite your progress to sexy AF naked. I don't know if y'all realize this, but I'm trying to curse a lot less because I found out that kids actually listen to this too. So, um, yeah, <laughs> if I said anything so far, I'm going to go ahead and apologize, but hey, that's just me, baby. That's how we do. So anyways, uh, now, let's set the objective let's say that our objective is a thicker back okay so we're gonna say operation obtain a thicker back 
Now, what are our tasks to complete? Well, all right, to get a thicker back, you're looking at specific exercises like mid-body face pulls, seated rows, dumbbell rows, and et cetera, right? Since the back is a huge muscle group made up of smaller and large muscles, we have certain criteria. We'll need both heavy, low-count reps and moderate, high-count reps. Now, to get there, we have to maneuver certain directions, ensuring we switch up our patterns, right? So in war, you can't repeat the same movements over and over and over again, or the enemy will catch on, and that's how you get bone and blown to Never Never Land, okay? Spoiler alert, same thing with your muscles. I know, it's crazy. Doing the same movements back to back to back will cause muscle memory. Now, we don't want that in this case because muscles don't grow when they remember, okay? They just adapt and they stay comfortable. So for us, when we're doing this, we have to alternate between different resistances like machines, okay? And then you have cables, and then you have free weights, right? And then you have barbells, dumbbells, all kinds of different things. So if we have six total sets, for example, we could do moderate weight on a machine and then moderate weight on a cable and then moderate, moderate to heavy weights with the free weights. Then heavy weight on the machine and moderate weight on the cable and then moderate weight on the free weights, right? Just constantly switching it up. And this works because they all have different ranges of motion and different resistance levels. That keeps the muscle guessing. And before you know it, you're at the objective for the day. Just based off the pump and the way you did it, your back's going to be smoked. And when you feel it, you're going to know that what you did was in the right way because the certain muscles that are going to be smoked is the ones that make your back thicker, thicker than a snicker. All right. But crazy enough, ladies and gentlemen, none of this happens without what's called the mind muscle connection. Okay. Now I have a little article on our site, soulmentality.com, where we actually wrote about the mind muscle connection. So if you want to learn more about it in detail, just go to soulmentality.com into our articles and you can read about it. But for now, right, mind muscle connection is just the ability to mentally imagine what muscle is being worked and how it functions. Some people are are so creative when it comes to this, right? And it is absolutely amazing. Like when I ask some of these athletes what they picture in their mind whenever they're working out arms or chest, and they're like, oh man, you know, I picture a bunch of horses racing through my veins, and I picture a bunch of like golem troll men, you know, pushing my veins up and lifting all kinds of things. And it sounds crazy, but it's absolutely amazing in the moment when you can do things like that, okay? <clears throat> like mountain peaks on their chest to make that connection. Like so much scenery, but that's that's that kind of mind, right? In, mental imagery you should have when it comes to the functioning of your muscles. Now what happens with the mind-muscle connection and why it's so important is your brain literally sends neural signals to your Golgi tendons and your muscle receptors, okay? This causes them to activate, <clears throat> which sends more blood to the area, almost like an alert, like, hey, something's going on down there, we gotta go, let's send somebody to check it out. So you send more and more red blood cells, right? And that opens up your veins or, you know, it vasodilation, and that is the money shot, okay? More blood to the area equals a larger pump, which equals more muscle growth and a juicy looking body. It's fact, ladies and gentlemen, it's science. It's how the body works. Now, 
once we implement all that, it's time to turn up the heat. The standard workouts, it ain't gonna cut it. Now let me go ahead and say that again. Those standard workouts, they ain't gonna cut it. Now what do I mean by standard workouts, okay? I mean that like three or four set, you know, eight to 12 reps standard thing. It, your body is not hitting enough to grow when you're doing that, okay? Unless those sets and reps are like Olympic level weights, okay? They're heavy as Goliath's ding-a-ling. Then you're just wasting your time. If you really want to see some big time progress, you have to turn up the heat. I'm talking a minimum 20 to 30 reps on everything, okay? Still rocking four to six sets each exercise. You know, I'm the king of Armageddon, okay? Like I got 22s going, I think I'm at 23s right now. So y'all wanna talk to me about big arms or nice juicy legs or you know, a nice thick back? I guarantee that if you want that, you ain't getting there without at least 20 to 30 reps, four to five, six sets, you know, and just sheer burnout, sheer volume, sheer ass kicking pumps to where your muscle literally has no choice but to grow. Okay, and you had to take them past the point of exhaustion. Now, it sounds like a lot now, okay, everything that we talked about so far, but give it a shot and you'd be surprised how many reps and how many sets you can actually do when you're not telling yourself like, oh, well, three sets, that's enough or four sets, you know, I'm done or, you know, I can't do more than that. Tell yourself you can, then try it, execute and do it. I guarantee next time you'll be coming back wanting to do more because you'll be seeing so much progress. Now that we done hopped into our into our den, into the war, and we've won, you know, now it's time to rebuild. And now we're getting into the third and final stage, which is the reconstruction phase. Now, unfortunately, I won't go into too much detail into this phase because I already did, right? And it's the recovery portion. So if you go check out episode 22, Principle of Recovery, then it'll teach you a lot more about what we're talking about here, okay? The principle of recovery or the reconstruction phase now when troops go into battle and they complete the mission right the most important part is in fact the debrief the end the reconstruction the rest and recovery or r and r as is more popularly talked about <clears throat> now unfortunately this portion as well is greatly greatly overlooked right people overlook the pre-war prep and they overlook the reconstruction they just want to get into the gym and honestly, going to the gym is only 10% of it, right? The other parts are huge. And without those, you know, again, you're only getting 10% of your, your possible your possible growth there, okay? So, and that's because this is the easiest portion to skip, actually. And it's already been two to three hours, right? You're tired and sweaty and all stank. You know, you just want to go home, eat your candy, and take a hot bath. I get it as much as the next person, okay? Because I feel the same exact way. But I know exactly what has to be done, okay? And if you don't mend your wounds from the engagement phase, then you won't be as effective for the next one. You're still going to be able to work out. But each and every session should be you trying to get better and better and better, not just doing the same thing. So if one day, you know, you do three to five sets, you do 10 reps each. Okay, cool. And the next next session, you do three to five sets, 10 reps each. It's like, all right, man, at least 11, right? You Next time you get 13, 16. If you're not growing exponentially like that, 
then you're missing a big piece somewhere in there and hopefully this episode helps you out okay so 90% of effective workouts come from a proper reconstruction phase okay now the other 10% they can make it happen without it you know maybe they're just genetically endowed whatever whatever but you don't want to try to miss out some of the gains that you can be getting right if there is not adequate rest there's not proper recovery then the body will shut down over time right and that's what we're trying to do here okay longevity is the key when you're young that shit may seem cool to skip you know stretching you're like ah oh, no i'm good you know i get up i'll be all right but 20 years down the road i guarantee you'll be regretting it just ask anyone over 40 what they wish they had changed <clears throat> because when i do almost 100% of the time they're like oh man i wish i knew now what i knew then i wish i had stretched you know i wish i had got more sleep i wish i had foam rolls stuff like that and it's too late for them right so why not jump ahead of that 20 year curve and start taking care of yourself reconstruction is huge but it's simply cleanup stretching myofascial release rehydration glucose refill carb reloading protein fill muscle maintenance and sleep all things that go into the recovery portion of an intense situation now ladies and gentlemen these principles aren't magic they aren't concrete but they aren't optional right i'm just taking the time to give this information to you guys because i know this information like the back of my hand okay this has benefited me for years now and i'm learning more and more each and every day but it does me no justice to keep it to myself and not only that, I'm giving it to you all for free. So this is breaking down years and years and years of research that you don't have to do. And I promise you that they will help you out if you just follow them and implement them and then tweak them to make them work for you. If you don't do it, you are setting yourself and your body up for failure. And each time that goal will get a little bit further away. So in conclusion, remember the principle of Oh, damn, I can't talk, man. <laughs> remember, the principle of intensity is the number one key to getting closer to your goal, okay? It's all about turning up that heat and pushing yourself a little harder each and every time the proper way, okay? There's a lot that goes into it. I understand that. But a good way to think of it is in the three phases or stages or stages, whatever you want to call them, right? First is the pre-war prep phase. In this stage is when you gather all your gear and equipment for war, right? That diamond hour that we talked about is where it all happens. Eating what's right, drinking water, prepping the body, uh, and your gear that will aid in effective preparation for the next phase, which is phase number two, the engagement phase. This is where all the magic happens, okay? In the engagement phase, you have to set a clear objective to get to that task and complete it, okay? And to maneuver to them in a certain way being sure to constantly switch it up and focus that muscle memory. Headphones on, world off, okay? Then we have phase number three, which is the reconstruction phase. This is your R&R, your rest and recovery, right? It's the most crucial phase, but most overlooked. Taking care of yourself mentally and physically keeps you in the battle for the next fight. The better you get, the more successful you'll be. Now, if you all have any questions at all about today's principle, please, 
please send them my way. I'm more than happy to help. Like I said, this is my passion. This is my pleasure. And me keeping the information to myself really does me no good. Okay, so I want to share it with you all and just kind of dispel some myths and help people get closer to their goals without years and years of research, okay? It's out there. It may not be easy, but there are ways to get to where you wanna be, okay? I will be happy to oblige. I hope you all learned something, but I know you did, okay? But thank you all again for the support, and until next time, happy lifting, Pride. I don't get, I don't get tired.